You're listening to the Mother of All Solutions podcast, conversations about careers and caring for today's parents. So welcome listeners to Mother of All Solutions. Um, A really nice episode for you today on the topic of childcare, which obviously we've had before. Um, But today sort of delving into a different way of thinking about childcare, which is through the past and through what settings have done, achieved, campaigned against, campaigned for, and some of the cycles of thinking about how childcare has evolved and changed or perhaps hasn't really whether the issues are the same or yeah so just reflecting on the past really and the reason I've been able to do this is I've had the pleasure of getting to know um the lovely team at on the record um who are part of a project called grow your own their project managing that um to explore childcare and uh, an oral history perspective and looking at archives and thinking about how they map that so it's a really exciting project so do follow them and um, also check out their podcast childcare voices um, it's a really nice series that they're developing with lots of different topics around single parent families and um, breastfeeding at work and um, families with special educational needs within them and just how does childcare kind of come together in those specific situations as well so it's really nice um so yeah check them out so that's childcare voices wherever you get your pods and on the record and the grow your own project so yeah so i hope you enjoy it um i spoke to the project manager rosa and two people who are volunteering and helping with them um, and I learned a lot, so I hope you enjoy those conversations. Um, but before then, just indulge me a little. Um, childcare has been on my mind a lot. Um, you, Well, if you do listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know my kids are now both at school. But actually just the drama of wraparound childcare has been very intense for me of late. Um, and even obviously the priorities of thinking about childcare at early years is super intense because you need it. Um, to get back to work and the costs are so high but I think the wraparound childcare is still in such a mess I just don't know quite how to sort it out Um, we've relied on grandparent help again which I thought we would have moved past once the summer holidays was over after school club that is meant to be available for ad hoc last minute bookings as well I found out sometimes they get fully booked, so it's not actually available as and when you need it, even if you're calling a day before. So that's thrown me off. Just some other things as well. I probably won't bore you with too much detail, but yeah, it's been a little bit crazy for me. So I'm feeling very much in the theme um, of childcare. And also, um, you may have seen in the news or through following campaign groups around this, that Labour has promised an independent review of childcare, which is great to hear. So there's kind of national things going on, personal things going on. So I hope the episode today, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And yeah, let me know what you think and let me know if you've got archives and maps and things that you want to share about the history of childcare. I'm sure that would be useful for the Grow Your Own project so yeah have a listen enjoy and yeah I will see you on the other side bye so it's Wednesday the 18th of October and I'm sat in the Bishopsgate Institute um, amongst lots of books and archives and models and it's an amazing place even though it's a rainy day in London And I'm here because there's an archive event on for the Grow Your Own project. And I'm with the project manager, 
uh, Rosa, uh, for the project. So hello to Rosa. Hello. How are you today, Rosa? Really, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a bit croaky um, <laughs> because, yeah, it's a cold yes. October day. <laughs> Beginning of the season, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mentioned that we're here for the Grow Your Own project. Um, would you like to tell listeners what the project is and why we're here today? It's a project that's looking at the history of childcare in London, um, focusing on attempts to organise for better childcare, campaigns, community action and community projects with people creating their own childcare solutions or asking for better funding and better services from the government. Um, mm. Yeah. So it's very much like a, a history archive process but for application for modern day, right? And sort of how do we reflect and learn from what's happened in the past? to support today does that sound yeah exactly yeah and you've been doing lots of great work and you've also got a podcast as part of the the whole program haven't you so we uh, do yeah tell me a little bit about that we have a podcast called childcare voices and that's really about each episode is from a different is produced by a different person has a different person's perspective and they've each got a different experience of childcare. And they've looked into childcare archives to f see if they can find solutions to the issues that they face today. So we've had um, episodes so far on single parents, on families with special educational needs and disabilities. Uh, today, actually, the latest episode came out and it's on no recourse to public funds. Mm, yeah, I listened to that on the oh. way here. Um, so yeah, I w I'll send the, I'll put the links for the episodes in the show notes of this one. Um, but yeah, as you say, lots of great people, lots of great topics. Um, but the one today was a dad, wasn't it, from a migrant family, and he was saying just how hard it was to even access, not just find the childcare places that maybe a lot of us are grappling with, but to access funding in order to have those places and. Yeah, it was quite stressful. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Currently, people with no recourse are to public funds are cut out of even the limited help with childcare that other people get. Yeah. Which is obviously not fair. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I have to admit, I was really ignorant to that. Um, I don't know if you had been before or whether it was just my bad understanding of the state of you know, social care and how people are treated. Um, but yeah, it, it was a an eye-opener for me yeah 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 it's really important because if people can't access benefits and mm. effectively you know have to work then they might need help with childcare obviously yeah as yeah well. and it influences a lot of their decisions he was talking about them deciding who would be the stay-at-home carer and yeah it was it was really interesting so a great series um so yeah as I say I will share the links but Back to today, um, as I mentioned, we're in the Bishopsgate Institute um, in an archive setting um, and we've got lots of material on the tables, we've got newspaper articles from the 70s and 80s, we've got um, photographs, t-shirts, badges, things out on the table. Um, could you tell the listeners what, what we're looking at and what you're doing here today with the volunteers that are gathered at the space? We're going through the archive material that we've already collected so far and we are pulling things out that we can put on our map. So Grow Your Own is creating a map of London and we're going to have um, an online map and there'll be um, points on the map that show where different childcare projects or campaigns or events um, were connected to to really make these stories more visible. 
Mm. Um, one of the things we're looking at is the story of Newham's first children's centre. And I stumbled across this in another oral history project I was um, running in Newham in East London. And I just was amazed by the work of this really quite extensive, groundbreaking centre that did all this um, important things like including disabled children in their services in the 1970s, which was quite early for that to be going on. And I thought it was it was great, but until I happened to stumble across it and collect some archive material and record some interviews about it, there was no trace of it at all. And I thought, but there must be many other places like that. Um, mm. So that was part of the impetus of doing this project and to create the map to really show how quite a lot of the infrastructure that we've got in London now started with people coming together um, to respond to a lack of provision, to set things up, to demand better services and better treatment. Mm. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. And I've spent an hour just reading through articles myself and I was particularly fascinated by the Fleet Street Nursery program that was set up in the oh goodness I should remember the date 77 no it wasn't 76 86 oh my goodness see you go um short-term memory is terrible um yeah and how that had come about as a response to media workers needing childcare in their professional lives and therefore they came together and with the support of some of the trade unions um, and galvanized to create a space in the Kingsway in Holborn area of London to provide that provision for childcare from eight till six it wasn't just a, a short day it was like a proper working day provision um I found that really interesting yeah yeah, yeah. I think what I love about that is that because they organized through their unions um, they had the support of the unions for the nursery but they also got the got some of their employers to subsidize the cost of mm. their workers childcare places which would be a great help now wouldn't it if you could yeah. get your employer to pay a third of your yeah. nursery costs yeah and no, it was gr great to read about really interesting and just seeing the the print and the style of writing and it was just really really nice to do that um yeah and it was also reflecting on obviously that was from the 80s but it was reflecting on the um the nurseries that were provided during the world war when it was like women were having to work in roles that they hadn't previously been working in and therefore like nurseries popped up and were created in order to give them their working life in order to serve the war but then those nurseries disappeared quite shortly after and just the cycles of all these situations where childcare and nursery provision is is created and yeah it's just well worth reflecting on and I think your project's great um, and you're currently mapping across London are there any plans to map further afield or research other areas or it would be great to um, this particular project we um, well, firstly, London is quite a big, it's quite a big job on its own. So yeah. I think it will, it will do for us for now. And we've also luckily been funded by Trust for London, which is a, a funder that you know is obviously focused on London. So yeah. for now, our our project's looking at London. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you're picking things up right along the way. I bet as soon as you delve into this topic, you're like, okay, so this happened here, and that was the start of that. And yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Mm. And there was the national childcare campaign, which brought together groups around the entire country. So, yeah, yeah. there was stuff going on everywhere. Definitely excellent. And any surprises that have come up in the archive? Things that have really got your interest or caught your imagination? I was really happy to find out about the Islington nursery strike, um, which we're sitting right next to a, a T-shirt from a, from a strike that said Islington 
nursery workers bite back. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was in 1984. And actually, I've just, I've, I found a tiny mention of it in a write-up of a meeting online, a meeting that had happened, you know, 10 years ago. And I managed to track down the person who was mentioned at that meeting. And then he put me in touch with some of the nursery workers. And um, because of that, we've started, managed to start to collect some memories of the strike but again there was nothing about it online Um, we held an event about it last month and that was incredible because it was uh, all of the nursery workers in Islington council run nurseries um, going on indefinite strike and their strike wasn't so much about their low pay which they were very badly paid Mm -hmm. Um, it was actually because they were they had too high ratios in the nursery so there was too many children um, for them to look after and so as a result of that strike they managed to get the council to hire a lot more nursery workers and lower the ratio so that there'd be a better experience for the workers and the children Mm. Um, so I found that really interesting that they were willing to you know sacrifice so much and go through this very hard thing for the really for the sake of the children they were looking after as well as themselves and I think it's really important to see that those the working conditions of the people working in nurseries and and as you know and and in other sort of childcare roles is really linked to the welfare of the of our children basically yeah and that issue of ratios is still very much you know in debate as it stands right and and the workers themselves are saying it's not great to to change those and have more kids per adult so yeah it's Mm -hmm. still relevant but how we react to it is interesting now isn't it and just see yeah they just raised ratios didn't they Mm -hmm. so yeah um, for two-year-olds um partly to lower the cost of childcare. yeah yeah yeah, crazy yeah well i love this t-shirt i'll take a picture of it and share it on socials as well well thank you so much rosa really appreciate you letting me join in today i've enjoyed it i've not done something like this before so thank you and we're going to hear from some of the volunteers aren't we who've been helping out today so yeah Thanks, thank you Rosa. so much thank you so i'm now sat with a, a fellow volunteer today at the archive um, for the grow your own project um, so hi juliana hi laura how are you i'm well thank you it's good to be here thank you for the invitation no it's great so just for for me and the listeners as well can you tell us a little bit about yourself however much you yes. want to say well as we're talking about childcare and formative years yeah I went to nursery in Southgate so it's very North London based okay and it's a sort of cousin borough to Islington which my research was about today ah. so yeah it's fantastic to be here yeah and are you still North London based I am okay North much, London girl through and through so. yeah <laughs> um what do you do for your profession uh, your yeah, work well your... I'm a writer I've oh, been cool. writing for years um just everywhere mm. and about different things so fiction I think non-fiction non-fiction mainly non-fiction. okay and I think it keeps me going yeah you know it keeps me young yeah <laughs> somehow <laughs> I need to try it <laughs> <laughs> and what drew you to the grow your own project and coming along today I'm I think I'm on the mailing list I must be okay and it sounded fantastic and a completely different way to approach history and mm-hmm. talking about um you know documentation things that were said Mm. newspaper cutouts and seeing everything collated in one space Mm. and I was just interested and you pass such a central part of London 
but yeah. you never realise that all this information is in this building, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. Bishopsgate Institute. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what drew me. Yeah, so general interest kind of... Exactly. Got your writing brain interested. And curiosity. And curiosity, yeah. amazing. So what have you been reading about, learning about today? Any? I've been reading about um, the nursery strike mm. in the 19, 1984. So, yeah, that was really good to look through all the cutouts and the different things said by different stakeholders. So that was a good way to get into such a meaty subject. So, and this yeah. is the Islington strike, yeah, right? Yeah, the Islington yeah. strike. So yeah, it was good. The t-shirt was very, very animated. <laughs> Rose has already kind of flagged the t-shirt. So That's I think good. we need to yeah. celebrate this. Maybe we need to reproduce them, right? The Probably. Islington bite back. Probably. It could yeah. be a jumper this time or yeah. a skirt, <laughs> something. But it was really good. And the red Mm. is in colour with like the Labour Party and their involvement in the whole thing. So. Oh yeah, so have you been following what they've been saying about childcare or have you kind of just not at a distance? In, not in recent times, but just what mm. I read. Okay, and Okay. so tell me more about what you did Yeah, what so did what you I learn? read was that when I saw the part where the leader of the council at the time was Margaret Hodge mm. and then she went on to be an MP in another mm -hmm. part of London, if her role wasn't that great in this strike... How did she manage to become an MP somewhere okay. else? So was she quite anti-strike at the time? What was She wasn't anti-strike, but just that in the documentation, it says that the Labour Party manifesto mm. should implement some things to make childcare more accessible and, you know, the child-to-ratio um, shouldn't dip. Okay. And it seems as though what was written in the manifesto contradicts what actually happened ah. in general, and that's how the strikes continue to go on so that's why the workers in the end had exactly. to really you know get to the point of needing to strike Do needing to strike yeah yeah and how long did they strike for in the end do you, do it you remember? feels it feels as though it was over a year oh wow okay yeah. so it was epic yeah <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of cutouts which mm. is good especially the bits from the socialist organization islington gazette and then there was another um newsletter i can't remember where was it is it the London Childcare Network newsletter? The back page yeah. is like a synopsis of everything that was happening, and yeah, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting because my so my kids are almost ten and okay. five, Ooh. and my eldest I'm now South London. Sorry, okay. Juliana. Sorry, but we were North London when she was born, mm -hmm. and her first experience of childcare was in an Islington children's centre for a couple of months before oh, wow. we moved, um, and it felt then like it was a really special place well resourced children's center then but i don't know because i've moved away from north london i don't know quite what the situation is like but of course nationally yeah i've been hearing reading experiencing that childcare is at an all-time sort of low in provision mm. people not able to get the places etc yeah. and are you involved in any of that day-to-day -day or is that not, not really no, not yet no, no, not I haven't yet. Okay. reached that stage in my life mm. yet mm. but I will do at some point yeah but just that your formative years help you throughout the rest of your life yeah. so you know if you get that good grounding yeah so true right mm. and it's, it's I mean I've with the podcast approached it probably more from the supporting parents specifically mothers back to work but actually it's that quality of education at early years as you say is yeah. so formative and so important that we have to get it right for the kids, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. And are you going to go and delve into something else now? Of or? course, some more 
work a few yeah. more write-ups and things like that so yeah. thank you for having me laura that's all right and i wish all of you the best success with this project oh thank you juliana thank you. and um yeah i look forward to reading some of your your words in the future thank you very much laura. okay bye, bye. <laughs> I'm now delighted to be joined by Mia, who is also helping out this afternoon at the archive. So hi to you, Mia. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm glad we got that nice warm cup of tea. Yeah, to, it was a nice break. Yeah, it was lovely. to keep us going. <laughs> um, so you've also been sat reading through the archives today, um, and I'd love to hear what you've been researching this afternoon. But I know when we first chatted, you said you're involved in research as well. So perhaps you could tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, so I currently work for children's charities doing research on sort of current practice and policy. So this is quite interesting, looking at um, the history of childcare provisions and sort of community and grassroots childcare provisions, um, because I think we're repeating a lot of the same mistakes now that we were trying to fix then mm. um, and doing a lot of the same things wrong. And it seems like there were lots of things going on that we're doing things right that it's important to learn from so that's why I was kind of intrigued and interested in this project and particularly because the stuff I've been looking at is related to a cooperative nursery in the sort of late 80s in Walthamstow which is where I'm from okay. and where I went to nursery so ah, so really nice sort of personal kind of connections yeah through. exactly yeah. also a lot going on your work life your personal <laughs> life <laughs> So tell me a bit more about this Walthamstow mm -hmm. co-op that you've been reading about. So I'm looking at the First Neighbourhood Nursery Co-op, which was started, I think the, the idea originally started in like 1978, and then they registered as a co-op first to mm -hmm. provide that kind of like flexibility of provisions so it wasn't a full, you didn't have to commit to being like a full-time mm -hmm. um, parent or part-time or anything like that, and there was drop-in sessions came in later on mm -hmm. uh, to provide flexibility for parents. Um, and then they registered as a nursery, but there was a lot of parental involvement the whole way through. So from the day-to-day -day running of the nursery to like the governance and administration, like all the way through, there were some staff employed like towards like the mid 80s, okay. but it was mainly run by parents for the parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you got, I think it was in return for part-time childcare, you got you had to sort of volunteer or oh, you had back. to be involved yeah, yeah. yeah sort of for I think it was four hours a week or something um but it's really interesting because I think in, in the start they had these grand ideas that the council would sort of welcome with open arms give them a space give them funding and I think they found out quite quickly that wasn't necessarily going to be the case um so getting that funding funding getting the training for the nursery staff was the first big struggle and then sustaining that like parental involvement um when most parents were sort of stretched for resources as it was mm -hmm. uh, asking them to commit all their time to the nursery I think was quite difficult as well yeah. so it's an interesting sort of example yeah and how long did it run for do you I'm not really that? sure I haven't quite yeah. got that far into the story okay, no, <laughs> I no, reckon no. until the sort of 90s but I'm not sure okay yeah I mean that's there's a lot isn't there to manage a, a well-resourced safe happy mm. environment for young children I yeah. mean it's quite an undertaking, you know. It sounds quite idyllic. Oh, we'll find a beautiful <laughs> space. And the kids will be like <laughs> happy, but actually, yeah. the work that needs to go into it, right? And the demand as well. I think because yeah. it said there were sixty-five parents used it, with ninety children using it, wow. and this is something that was set up by six parents wow. originally. Yeah. So I think just the, the, the demand for that free 
and low cost childcare was so much yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just it's interesting. Yeah, and have you been reading about any other projects, or is that the one you've been mainly focusing? just focusing on that, but focusing on different parts of it? Because I think towards the end or toward later on uh, in the running of a nursery, they were contacted by the Childcare Now campaign, and so I was looking into that a little bit, and that's really interesting as well because. Again, some of the asks that they were demanding back then are the same as what we're mm. sort of campaigning for now, people are asking for now. Um, so we still don't have, um, you know, paternity leave, maternity leave that will cover and adapt to people's lives or flexible care provisions and things like that. It's quite interesting. Yeah, and enough places for... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great that you've read about it, and I'll probably read your summary notes because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much. And are you, um, you going to stay a bit longer? Are you going to have a look through something else? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of I'm intrigued by... Um, yeah, these Lincoln nursery strikes and the nurseries in Newham as well. Was it that with the other? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of East London yeah, ones yeah. that were... I'm slightly sh- East London biased. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll do your Waltham stuff yeah. into East London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, there's definitely a lot in the bits I read about parent involvement through the committees mm. and... Um, maybe not as much as what you've talked about with the Waltham store one, but parent mm. voice and... Mm. Um, you know, being part of the the elected <laughs> the AGM and and also kind of provision for the informal childcare, which might not be the full time places, but people being able to access for an afternoon or a specific group. And mm. So yeah, there's a lot in this to learn from and to reflect on. So yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you've been enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mia, oh, and um, all the best with your your work going forward. And yeah, <laughs> keep in touch. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed listening uh, to Rosa, to Mia, to Juliana. Um, I know I enjoyed meeting with them and being in that space at the Bishopsgate Institute. As I said, check out the Childcare Voices podcast. Um, I also wanted to point out some episodes from the Mother of All Solutions Archive that you might enjoy. Um, In the very early days of me producing the series Mother of All Solutions, I spoke with my daughter's old childminder, um, Colette, Um, who's a bit of a legend so if you want to listen to her perspective um, that episode is called The Childminder and it was very early on I think it was like my fourth episode something like that so search back through I also for one of the wow festivals um, spoke with Amy who'd been running the Radical Childcare project and been researching that so that was a really um, interesting conversation with her about how childcare not just supports parents mainly women back to work but the the learning for children in the settings and how we really develop our children through those early years experiences and make it a really radical change going forward for society I really enjoyed just listening to Amy and so that was the radical childcare episode um, linked to the wow festival I think you might enjoy that Um, yeah and obviously it's the autumn season so there's lots of podcasts out and about at the minute one I've been enjoying is the maternal journal podcast Um, I actually interviewed Laura um, who's a midwife and artist and writer for the mother of all solutions podcast and she's now created this really lovely series with lots of writers names I'm sure you'll recognize talking about not just their work and their approach to writing but how journaling um, 
helps them as a parent and it's just a really nice season a nice episodes um to listen to and i know there's some activities that go with it so check out the maternal journal podcast too i think you'll enjoy that um so yeah so thank you again for listening um it's the mother of all solutions podcast with me your host laura broderick if you'd like to keep in touch i'm on instagram and x as at solutions mother um also yeah you can drop me a line on mother of all solutions at gmail.com love to hear from you and any support you can provide telling your friends about the episodes leaving a rating or a review really appreciated um so yeah thank you all for listening and i hope your childcare is going well take care bye